Welcome to the Ageless and Fabulous in Ottawa podcast. My name is Emily, known as the Meta Fairy. Esthetician and CEO of Meta Aesthetic, I'm here to guide and educate you on how to embrace and love your skin, no matter which season of life you're in, to help you age in a healthy way. Thanks for tuning in and on to the good part. Let's begin the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Emily here, as usual, better known as the Meta Fairy and as usual, this episode is brought to you by Meta Aesthetics, premier Ottawa skincare establishment since 1979, where we guide and educate our clients on how to age gracefully and in a healthy, healthy way. Now today, I want to talk about an ingredient that is used a lot of the times, and only because I found that it was a an issue, and I wanted to clarify a few things about using retinol or retinoids so basically if you've you know if you don't live under a rock you know what retinol is it is a common very popular ingredients that a lot of people use to reverse signs of aging and some people treat it for acne as well which we're going to talk about a little bit later um, so basically what retinol does is that it speeds up the skin's metabolism which slows down with age right so as soon as you age 29 30 <laughs> bum bum your skin's natural production of collagen and elastin cells which make up your dermis which is the mattress of your skin it slows down with age they just get on their lazy boys and they just you know take a chill pill so we need to figure out ways to always produce collagen to always motivate the production of collagen within our skin if aging is a concern for you. Now, two main reasons that I see people use retinol or retinoids. Retinoids is the prescription format. Retinol is the non-prescription format. And they're both derivatives of vitamin A, okay? So acne is one that I see commonly and aging is another one that I see commonly. However, we need to take in consideration that retinol, re retinols or retinoids can, they can induce a lot of inflammation and irritation in both cases. So this is why I want to talk about this today because I want to ensure that anyone that's thinking of using retinol, that they know the steps, they know what to do, they know what to have in their routine to balance out the negative effects of using this very potent ingredient. So let's start with the simple one, acne and retinol. It, it's been used for a very long time for acne. And unfortunately, retinol and acne is a very common combination that I see on a regular basis. However, with a lot of research and the clients that I see on a regular basis, I've noticed that retinol or retinoids, because a lot of them are prescribed retinoids, so very strong format. If you have inflamed acne, so pustules, papules, cystic, it doesn't help because it creates more irritation and inflammation, which is the number one enemy of any inflamed acne. However, if you have texture issues, if you have closed poured, uh, closed comedons, you know, cloggage, but without inflammation, then retinoids are great because they do help the, they prevent the cells from becoming trapped in the pore and forming blemishes. So super, super useful for anyone that has non-inflamed acne. You know, but I, you know, I see this on a daily basis. A lot of people that go to their dermatologist and they say, I have acne, they get prescribed retinoids right away. And 
um, you know, the type of acne is unfortunately not considered in the whole process of the prescription of this medication. So um, whenever I see a client that has inflamed acne and is using, you know, for example, Differin is a very common one that will be prescribed. Um, I think it's about 1% or the percentage can vary, but <sighs> this is where we're going to shake things up, guys, today. Um, the inflammation is just out of control. The dehydration, the dryness is out of control. And the person just ends up having more acne, you know, because everything is just it's just stuck underneath because everything is irritated and clogged. Um, so we need to figure out and we need to teach people what kind of routine you need <laughs> to counter effects, the negative effects of using retinoids or retinol. Okay. So that's the acne part. Now let's go into the anti-aging part. So anti-aging is a concern for a lot of us, whether you're 25, 30, 40, 60, we're all concerned with aging. We want to age gracefully. We want to make sure our skin is healthy. When you use a an ingredient such as a prescription retinoid, for example, Retin-A is going to be a very popular one. Um, if you have a skin type that has scars, clogged pores, enlarged pores, sun damage, finalizing wrinkles, and minimal skin sensitivity, yeah, using a, prescri a prescription retinoid is a great option. However, I see this on a daily basis. Clients that come in, they started using Retin-A and their skin is not ready for it and they do not have the correct home care to counter-effect the negative effects of retinoids. Before you get into using a prescription, you want to make sure of a few things. Sun protection is very important. If you're someone that is looking for a quick fix, you've heard retinol was a great option, you grab it, you get your prescription, and you use it daily. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> using retinol, you, you have to make sure that you're protecting your skin from the UV rays because it makes your skin more sensitive to the UV rays. So you're going to have more damage if you're not wearing SPF every two hours. So you're using an ingredient to help reverse signs of aging, but if you're not wearing SPF, you're kind of, you know, going up against what you're trying to do. So make sure you're diligent about sun protection. If you're going on a trip, you're going down south, I suggest that you put your prescription aside for a week before you leave. Don't use it while you're there and then wait another week when you come back before using it again, okay? Um, retinoids, retinols, they don't deliver immediate results. You have to use it for a while before you actually see results. So a lot of people would, sometimes they hear this, oh, I've used it before and it doesn't work. Well, it's because the ingredient actually travels inside the skin and it takes consistency of using it so that you actually see a change in the skin. It's not a, it's not an ingredient that you're going to see a results right away. It just takes time. And it also travels underneath the skin. So this is something that I learned with research, but retinol, retinoids, actually, it's, it's kind of like a little travel ingredient. So you may use it as a spot treatment, but it will travel underneath your skin. So even if you're using it, let's say like on a few little spots because you have a few blemishes or you have a, you target it around your mouth because that's where you have most of the wrinkles. It doesn't matter. It's actually going to travel all underneath the skin. Um, so it's important to keep that in consideration. Um, spot treatment doesn't work with retinol apparently. Uh, I actually researched this. So this is, this is not coming from me, but you know, live and learn. So, um, 
these are things to take in consideration if you want to start using retinol. Now, you're ready for retinol, you want to use it. Keep in mind that your application frequency, so the times you're going to use it every week, will vary on your skin's sensitivity. So if you're someone that has you know, you're more irritated easily, you're more inflamed easily, you may have a little bit of rosacea, you know, it might not be an ingredient for you. There's other ingredients you can use, or there's all there's other formats of retinol that you can use. Um, retinol has a variety of uh, strength. There's different types of retinols that you can go for. The strongest one would be the prescription retinoids so retinoic acid uh, that's like the strongest one there's high potential of irritation so for someone that's more sensitive I would not recommend a prescription retinoid but you can always go towards retinol or retinyl esters those are weaker in a way they're just slow there's just they're just delivered slowly within the skin so their um their potential of irritating the skin is much lower using retinols it all it's it all boils down to your skin sensitivity and the frequency that you would use retinol so for someone that has a compromised moisture barrier you might want to work on your moisture barrier before starting to use a retinol um, you want to make sure you have a routine that will strengthen your moisture barrier so that when you use retinol it doesn't go out of whack because we all know that the skin sensitivity, the skin health of anyone, it all starts with the health of your moisture barrier. So if you're using a soap bar to cleanse your skin, if you're exfoliating every day, if you're not protecting your skin from the sun, if you're, you know, you're not using results-driven quality products, whenever, if that's your situation and you're jumping into using retinol, oh ho ho, watch out, your skin's gonna react. Make sure that you have a routine that helps the moisture of your skin, the moisture barrier, okay? Super, super important. Now, on the other hand, if you're someone that started using the prescription retinoids, but you had no idea what you were getting into, no problem, I can walk you through it. What you're gonna do is that you want to have a gentle cleanser, you want to have a serum that will repair your skin and a moisturizer that will also repair, hydrate, and calm your skin down. So. If you want something very, very simple, I like to recommend the Essential Serum and the Smart Rich Cream. These two products together in Swiss Line, I will link them below so you can check them out, will make sure that your moisture barrier is in a healthy, healthy state. If you started using prescription retinoids and you had no routine before and you're already someone that has a flaky, irritated skin, which I deal with on a daily basis, this would be a very easy, very simple, but straight to the point regi uh, regime to fix your skin. You can also add a peace booster in there to make sure that we target the moisture barrier and to make sure that we calm the redness, the potential redness that you could have on the skin because you're using prescription retinoids. So what it boils down to is to make sure that your skin has a little bit of TLC from the rest of your routine if you're using retinol and or, well not and or, but or retinoids. <clears throat> the frequency will depend on your skin type. So someone that has a very thick, very not sensitive skin could use it four times a week. But someone that tends to be a little bit more sensitive would only use it twice a week. So that will depend on your skin type. And this is where I recommend 
to go see a skin professional, go see your esthetician, go see your medical esthetician. She will be able to tell you, she or he will be able to tell you what to do and how to make sure that you cocoon your skin at the same time so that you don't create irritation issues, dehydration issues, inflammation issues, which we all know silent inflammation is a slow skin killer. We want to make sure we have no inflammation within the skin because it just creates other issues that you're going to have to deal with. So hopefully this gave you a little bit of retinol 101. Um, if you have more precise questions, if you have more precise concerns, drop us a DM at Meta Esthetique or send us an email. Uh, you can always book a consultation with us. Hello at TheMetaEsthetique.com. We're happy to help you out. Remember that skin, skincare is not a sprint. It's more of a marathon. And it takes sometimes when you have a, a bunch of skin disorders and a bunch of subconditions, it, there's not going to be any, there's no quick fix, Right. Skin is an organ, it lives, it breathes, it, it, there's a function that you have to respect as well. You can't go against how it works. Um, so sometimes it just takes a little bit longer before we figure out what's the right route for you. However, it will be much quicker if you go directly to a skin professional than if you try to figure it out online, on Google, or at Sephora, okay? Go see a professional. Yes, it will cost you more up front, but in the long run, you'll spend less money because you won't be fixing <laughs> the problems that you've developed by trying to figure it out on your own and not getting it right the first time. Do you catch my drift? <laughs> okay, I hope you guys learned a bunch. If you have any questions, again, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to talk to you guys. I'm the one who answers the DMs, so make sure that you, if you have a questions, go ahead. And... Be happy, have a great night, evening, morning, wherever you are while you're listening to this, and we will catch you on the next episode.